Welcome to Stage Crunchy and Milk. If you have questions or comments, we have multiple ways we can be reached. Twitter is, of course, the best way for those that need instant gratification. And the show's Twitter feed is at SkimPod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. Stage Crunchy. For the more patient amongst you, the email address for the show is podcast at stagecrunchyandmilk.com. Crunchy again being spelled with a K. Crunchy. Hey, feel free to give us a call at 216-264-6311. That's 216 216- 264-6311. We're available by Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, anywhere. Fine podcasts are available. And of course, at the website, stagecrunchymilk.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share wherever possible, including on YouTube, where we can now be found at Stays Crunchy. And over on Twitch, we're still Stays Crunchy in Milk. Our personal Twitters are Tatum216, Lunchbox2099, The Real ODP. And I'm your host, the internet's Tay Rail 713. Stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy, stays crunchy. So, this is going to seem like a weird question, but uh, weird questions lead to interesting conversations, I think. <laughs> so, uh, so, what's the uh, saddest porn you've ever seen? And I'll give you, uh, so, one, I'll give you a chance to process that question. <laughs> Two, I'll give you an example of what I'm, I'm thinking of. So I'm on, I'm on uh, one of the sites, you know, name your site. And it was like a Justice League parody. Oh. <laughs> like they're all, there's like, there's, there's Superman, there's, there's Robin, there's Batman. Yeah, I, I, Robin's not a Justice League. I pointed out that continuity error, but, you know, uh, let it slide. It was not Young Justice. Um and all, all the other various uh, Justice League members. <laughs> and, of course, Wonder Woman, because, uh, you know, someone's got to do the sex in <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so so they, they thwart one of uh, Lex Luthor's plots, and they celebrate with a, um, oh. a blowbang. If, if for for those of you not familiar, it's like a gangbang only involving the mouth. Okay, and then like appearing on the screen after it's all said and done is Lex Luthor, um, saying like, "Oh, this whole time you've been doing this, I've been gassing you all with a poisonous gas," and then. So you have not won the war, Justice League. And then he fades out. And then uh, and then Robin asks Batman, is there anything we can do? And he says, I'm afraid not, uh, my young ward. And then uh, Wonder Woman starts crying, and uh, Superman puts her arm around her, and they fade to black. And I'm like, what the hell Jesus was that? Jesus Christ, that's awful. <laughs> I, I think they missed a big opportunity to, um, to turn this into, like, uh, mom, stepmom. Or um, or stepsister like with Hawk, Hawk Man and Hawk Girl and um, or the Wonder Twins. Maybe? Yeah, the Wonder Step Twins. <laughs> the Wonder Step Twins. Oh, shit. Yeah, that is a uh, that is not. Yeah, that that is awful. I don't know if I don't know if I could pull one. I you know I don't watch a uh, you know produce stuff. You know, I can just tell you about a sad-ass porn, and that is, I saw uh, a, a porno once, I think I've discussed before, Harry Twatter. Oh. And, 
it was a Harry Potter parody that was so awful that on, on multiple levels here. So let's let's run through it. One, just a bad Hogwarts parody, just terrible. You know what I'm saying? So that so we could already start there. Two, nobody really had Harry Twatters. Because clearly oh. they had actresses who always shave their business mm-hmm. and had instead of hiring actresses who don't shave their business to make this shit. They and therefore the, Yeah, you know, or get some yeah, nice nice wigs for the for the ladies. So like put off, it, put off film it for a week. It it, it 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 didn't even work as a gag in that regard because they all were bare down there. So none of them were hairy twatted. So, so it was um I guess the lead character was it male or female? It was male. It was male. It was a. If I could See, find they, Harry Twatter, they, they lost the it opportunity there because what should have happened was, you know, they should have gave. Well, I guess Harriet um, Twatter, uh, like I guess the yeah. scar forehead should have been come. <laughs> well, so like. Even to this day, Vanessa and I will will discuss Harry Twatter and. Uh, Harry Twatter and the Sorcerer's Bone. It's just oh, oh man, that's else. such a it's good awful. title. And uh, that is a good title. Yeah, it, it got me at the title. And it was just worthless. It's like we we had we we pretty much wrote a better like just just in conversation discussing uh, how awful that uh, that movie was. And so uh, I just I'm trying to see if I can, like I said if I can literally find it. Let me just click on videos. So the- I, I guess while you're looking for that, I guess um, I'm kind of on the same wavelength of, of, with T. Like, I really don't watch too much produced stuff anymore. It's mostly just like clips and um, uh, videos that are amateur. But the saddest, I guess... Uh, or most regretful, uh, I'll, I'll say most regretful film is maybe okay. like like the Roots parody. Oh, this ain't Roots. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> some things don't need to be parodied, yeah, though. Some, but I watched it, and I'm regretful of it. Somewhat. Not 100% regretful. <laughs> It's a cool story now, but I, but like I, I guess like um, you know that dollar I paid for it at the barbershop, uh, you know. I, I'm, I guess I'm not that regretful, but I, I would have to say roots parody. But <laughs> but uh, uh, this ain't this ain't good times. It's still a classic. Uh, well, here, here's a here's Harry Harry Twatter's safe for work of trailer. So I will uh, throw that in the. Uh, this is just on, this is on YouTube, so truly it is safe for it's safe for. Uh, oh, okay. General I consumption. Wonder, I wonder if they got this ain't good time safe for work trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But like I said, it's terrible. It's it's just ter- oh my god! It's, it's even looking at it's it now. Two it's two like minutes. It's, it's terrible graphics because they care, they keep panning. Entertainment. A, That's funny. They keep they keep panning past this like I guess what's supposed to be Hogwarts. Porn plot reviewed Harry Twatter. So they got like 
<laughs> okay, uh, I, I, I am going to rewind this a little bit. I'm going to share so the, the listeners can hear a little bit of this uh, situation because... They had to change up the music, right? Because they don't have the rights. Oh, well, you know, like I said, we are... I'm gonna, we're gonna... It still sounds very um, witchy. Kudos to them for the name, though, because so many porn just goes with, like, this ain't or this isn't. This, like, this I know it's not. I got you in the... I went through the cowboy doors. Yeah. But Harry, you don't understand. I'm tired of looking at a homie's bald pussy. I need some Harry Snatch to fuck. I do understand, Ron. It's just, do you really think it's a good idea for me to get the spell from Helitrix and then use it on every girl in the school? And Ron's dream, you were giving all the girls... Giving all the girls what, Harry? Well, you know. Shag carpeting, you might oh. say? Do it now. Do it in a rush. Give me a big, big push. You're an idiot, but well turned on. So why waste it? All right. Rumor has it that Harry and your brother are the perpetrators. I could kill them. No, 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 no. Don't be so upset. I kind of like it. We all know you did this with your stuff. I really don't want to get expelled. No, Draco, just wait. Don't run off just yet. Also, as you can hear, the worst, worst. That's besides the point. Uh, British accents you've ever heard, like impressions. Some of them aren't even trying. I do enjoy the push. Whoa. All you have to do is promise. Not to say anything to anyone, and you can really enjoy my talk. My whole world's honor. It's it's uh, it's awful in a way that. <laughs> it's just bad. It was just bad. That's why it was it was so sad. <laughs> I remember in Boogie Nights. Like um, Jack Horner's main goal was to make a movie where you come and you keep watching. I don't even think I can come to that at all, bruh. I it was it, again every one of those women bare. So to, to to pretend like they had hair, they simply didn't. They didn't have so, CGI hair. No, no, <laughs> Damn. no. CGI pubic hair. Oh my gosh! I wish I could find like, a, a, like, I mean, not that I want to, you know, you guys to watch, but I, I need. I, it's like I want you to see it. So you can be like, yeah, that's that's a clearly a bear situation down there. Oh, oh. I trust you. <laughs> this is dumb. So there you go, Gabriel. That is our uh, our our sad uh, situations. Sad. <laughs> I, I should be. I should be. Sh- I mean, sh- should be stroking myself, not shaking my head. <laughs> oh my god! I think I found a clip of it. I'm trying to see if this is legit. <laughs> not, it'll 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 be it'll end up being like something else. Yeah. Anyway, it ain't it ain't really uh, working. But if that clip works, uh, you know, whatever I can uh, <laughs> I can uh, send it to, send it to you, gentlemen. 
Yo, you better practice what you preach. I got seven MCs at 10 G's a show each. Never interfering shit. Souvenirs for your ear and shit. Clear poetry like William Shakespeare and shit. Word is born checking me out. A, what you talking about? B, lost and you walking about. Niggas got beef. They really want to chill and start talking it out. Hey, oh my God, y'all niggas be bugging me out. Wish they could lay me down and have the police start chalking me out. Now I zoom in on you, my niggas start stalking you out. Shut down on the bullshit you totally calling about. This one's for my people, my niggas up north. The rulership dynasty of flip mode finally come forth. Exports and imports hitting you with flavors of all sorts. My squad coming through, chop your ear off. Now what y'all niggas want to do? Yo, we can take it outside. So forth and so on. That's one Buster Rhymes on the now 25-year-old When Disaster Strikes. His second album. Pretty good. Not That's great. Bruh, when I, when, I, when I be getting these numbers of like, oh, it's X amount of age, I'm like, what in God's name? I'm just ancient, bruh. I'm just ancient. But hello. Welcome to it. It's Stage Crunchy and Milk. It's episode 463, and we are not a Marine Heavy Helicopter Squadron. But we do appreciate the Pegasus. I'm your host, Inner Tayro713. Joined as always by my best friends, it's Tatum216. Yes, I'm here, finally. <laughs> and back in the back in the building is the RV in Puerto Rico. It's the homeboy gay. Holy bare floors, Batman. Holy uh. smokes. That's gotta be something, right? They got somebody had to make a 60s Batman parody, right? Yeah. That's gotta be better that Justice League. <laughs> The sad Justice League. Jeez Louise, bro. Was there more to it? Maybe did you see the whole film? Maybe it just had no, a... Uh, that's true. There was like a short clip. Maybe there was like... They, they yeah. did find a cure. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, we got, <laughs> maybe, maybe we got a meanwhile down the way. You know what I'm saying? Remember that from the Justice League? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Box is wanting to hurt his feelings by watching the Browns play uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers tonight. He's also out next week, so just, you know, suck it up. You don't get boxed for a couple of weeks. I'm sorry. I know how much you love him. <laughs> that, that box has hair on it. <laughs> Man, I, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I am just been focused on a uh, Cleveland's baseball team as opposed to Cleveland's football team, and it's been better for my soul. Uh, Cleveland's no, excuse me, Boston's basketball team suspended their coach for an entire year. And his future with the organization will be decided on later because he uh, apparently was banging out somebody who worked for the organization. Oh. Mind you, the the entire league suspended a team owner for a year for saying all kinds of racial shit earlier in the week. And so you're telling me, uh, <laughs> you're telling me voluntarily banging, you know, so is 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 uh, as bad as racism that has led that man now to sell the teams that he owns. So, I think that's a that's a suspension that is a little too that's a that's a punishment that's a bit too far for. Uh, but you know what, Richard Je- Richard former Cavalier great Richard Jefferson Cavalier champion said. Uh, if the suspicion is that long, is it really, was it really consensual? And he may be right, because, bruh, that's a wow. I don't know. I mean, 
he let down if, this man not only let down his organization this guy let down many of brothers around the world by cheating on Neil Long. How dare you? You need two fucking years of suspension. <laughs> How dare you, sir? Oh my god. Now here's you the deal. Bitch. If the Celtics were like really suck this season, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't got they man who got them like did they go to the finals? Yeah, they lost to Golden State in the finals, right? Yeah. Hmm. It's like just saying. Is is your is your moral quandary about this really? Uh, well, who knows, bro? I can't call it. My squad look like they're gonna be doing uh, well this season, so that's all I focus on. The city of Cleveland and its sports teams, outside of the Browns, who just really don't do it for me anymore. So, and seems to be better for my sanity because of it. So, we we we. Are, we are, I used to live and die on the Browns uh, victories like when I was a younger man. And I was like, I can't do this to myself anymore. And, yeah, it's been better for my sanity. Am I still getting angry over shit I shouldn't be getting angry over? Yes, of course. But, like, not sports. Hey. Yeah, there you go. That's about right. But uh, you know what it is, remote, you know, a few news stories, uh, uh, a little updates from our lives, a uh, little entertainment news, some of the assholes, let me ride on out into the sunset. It's that easy. Uh, so let me get this started with this story. It's from the good people over at Scene, written by Pete, Pete Kotz. And this is why I, the great Mike DeWine, am against student loan forgiveness. Because because a good conservative always punches down. When I, the great Mike DeWine, heard that the failing Biden administration was forgiving a portion of student college loans, I shook my granite fist and said, gosh darn it, it looks like something I can exploit in the culture wars. That's why I've joined 22 of my fellow Republican governors in demanding the senile Joe, Joe Biden stop giving away money. Because nothing says I'm fighting for you like co-signing a strongly worded letter. As you may know, Let's Go Brandon is forgiving up to $10,000 in student loans for, in loans for struggling students, up to $20,000 for students who get Pell Grants. You know who gets Pell Grants? Poor people who major in women's studies and are too lazy to get two or more jobs. That's who. Officially, our reasoning is this. Decrepit old Biden wants the lowest income Americans to pay off their debt of an elite few, such as doctors, lawyers, and professors. Unofficially, that's a lie. People making more than $125,000 aren't even eligible. But my supporters don't know this. All they know is that someone perceived to be lower than them is getting something they aren't. Because a good conservative always punches down. This isn't to say that Mike DeWine, modern day Lincoln, is against charity. Uh. Did you know that, that I've spent $173 million subsidizing two failing coal plants and that one of them isn't even in Ohio? Or that I'm giving $2 billion to Intel to build a computer chip factories outside Columbus? Or that I gave General Electric $98 million to aid 300 jobs in Cincinnati? That's $326,000 per job. But if one thing to offer a hand out to Chad, he can make $15,000 at dr Discount Drug Mart just walking in the door. It's quite another to help General Electric CEO Larry Cope. Did you know he only makes $11 million this year? Down from $22 million last year? Just because his stock tanked by 31% doesn't mean he should live like a pauper. That's why you didn't hear a peep from Mike DeWine. 
Christ-like figure when leftist Joe Biden was forgiving those paycheck protection loans during COVID. The guy who was raining cash on corporations all over Ohio, but that was for a good cause like subsidizing any risk associated with business. Chad got $600 to play hacky sack on the quad. In what world is that fair? Back when I was Mike DeWine, hardworking college, ed- college edition, we didn't need handouts. I put myself through wa- law school working weekends at Old Man Benson's Ice Cream Parlor. <laughs> just, be- just because tuition has risen by 567% since then doesn't mean these college punks can't pay their own way. Here's a solution. Just work 567 times harder. Duh. The people of Ohio are tired of hardly giving any money to those who need it. <laughs> it's well written, Pete. Very sassy. It well, that's it. That's that's what I think. That's what my man was doing. So, uh, word to Pete Cots over at scene for that little that little uh, diatribe and a big fuck you to Mike Dewine, you piece of shit. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, now this one, this one makes my heart feel good. I like heart. House. Re- House Republicans pull ads from Ohio Trump district. House Republicans have withdrawn their advertising for Ohio's Republican J.R. Majewski, a MAGA aligned candidate who was at the Capitol during the January 6th riots. Axios has learned. What's happening? The National Republican Congressional Committee withdrew about a million dollars in ad reserves for the district, according to a GOP source familiar with its strategy, all but surrendering the seat to Representative Marcy Caputo. Captor, who currently has the seat, but they tried to gerrymander her out of it. Why it matters. Captor's redrawn district, which backed, which backed Trump by three points in 2020, once looked like an easy pickup for House Republicans. The GOP is now at risk of squandering another race because Republican primary voters n- nominated an extreme candidate. Details. Majewski, an Air Force veteran, has been under fire for sympathizing with QAnon conspiracy theory movement and saying that every state that backed Trump in 2020 should secede from the United States. The AP AP reported this week that Majewski misrepresented his military service, inaccurately claiming that he was deployed to Afghanistan after the 9-11 attacks. In reality, he spent six months loading planes at an airbase in Qatar. The AP wrote his post-military career has been defined by exaggerations, conspiracy conspiracy theories, talk of violent actions against the U.S. government, and occasional financial duress. Zoom in. Democrats have been relentlessly harrying Majewski on television over his extremist views. He broke through police barricades at the Capitol, then blamed police for the riot. Now he wants to break our country apart, one captor ad says. He's not just radical. He's dangerous. (laughs) During his primary campaign, Majewski ran an ad saying, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to return this country back to its former glory. And if I got to kick down the doors, well, that's just what patriots do. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, Republican of California, campaigned for Majewski last month, seeing his race as key to the party's efforts to win back the House majority. Former President Trump did not endorse Majewski, but praised him at an Ohio rally before the contested primary. So I have been watching a wee bit of actual live television. I was watching uh, Abbott Elementary last night, and I watched something else the other day. And so I've been getting a few political ads. Remember, you know your boy T avoids ads at all costs. 
Best way and, to do it. Mm-hmm. It is uh it is bad out in these streets, but this is good news and that this fucker hopefully will not be elected <laughs> because he's just an ass and uh an insurrectionist. And so I also just generally hope that uh, if, if indeed, you know, not if indeed, because clearly he was at the Capitol in January 6th, that he will be arrested sooner than later and we don't have to worry about that at all as a problem. Mm-hmm. Fuck that dude. Uh, again, fuck Mike DeWine. We want to make that clear. But also, uh, fuck J.R. Majewski. And uh, there you go for that. This one, it's, it's written in a way that I'm like, I don't think I'm going to read this, but I, I figured it'd be a good uh, uh, little chat and talky talk. This is from BuzzFeed Tasty. It's by Ross Yoder. After taste testing the most popular ice cream brands, I honestly can't believe how much better the winner was compared to my go-to. So, uh, this man decided he was going to test uh, ice creams, and he had a specific uh, way of doing it. And so, what he wanted to go with was cookies and cream. Okay. And here's the why, and here's the why. The vast majority of ice cream brands out there use a simple vanilla base for their cookies and cream. So I figured that flavor would be a solid indicator of the overall quality of the vanilla ice cream itself, how smooth and creamy it is, its general sweetness level, and if it delivers in the flavor department. The Oreo-adjacent chocolate cookies are also a relatively straightforward mix-in. No swirls or anything and nothing complicated. To that end, I concluded that the individual flavors of the various elements would be easy to distinguish from one another and I also realized that cookies and cream would likely be a great barometer of how much each brand gives you when it comes to mix-in. Let's be real, if they're generous with their chocolate cookies, that's probably not going to rip you off on the cookie dough or cake batter or chocolate chips if you ate you know, other ice creams from them. So with cookies and cream in mind, I did my research and landed on eight of the most popular brands I could find, making sure to gather varieties in three distinct categories. First up, the widely available standards. Turkey Hill, Friendly's, Briars, and Edie's. And depending on what part of the country you're in, uh, Edie's is also known as Dryers. Uh, next, the middle-of-the-road options when it comes to price and perceived quality. Uh, Whole Foods 365 Organic and Haagen-Dazs are what represent those. And finally, we got the premium brands. These two definitely come in at a higher price point but they're still available in most stores, and that is Van Leeuwen and Tillamook. And uh, so he, he ran through blind taste tested all of these, and uh, let's go over some of his uh, whatever, results. Yeah. Number eight, meaning last place, Haagen-Dazs. Oh. He, said, he says, I know, I know, I'm mad at me for this hot take too, but let me present my case. Where were the cookies? Basically, Haagen-Dazs ain't doing it with the cookie game. And if you look at it, well, you know what? I can, I can of course, uh, do that and have you look at it. Now, can't I? That's what's in your power. That is the Haagen-Dazs. Oh, that's terrible looking. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, All right. So he gave, them, he gave them a three out of ten. On top of the seriously disappointing cookie situation, I found the ice cream itself to be totally lackluster. For brands known for their rich and creamy vanilla ice cream, heck, I've heard lots of people swear that vanilla is the best vanilla. I found it to be aggressively hard, like so hard I had to chew it. 
And remember, I took all of these ice creams out of the fridge at the same time to let them thaw a bit. In terms of vanilla flavor, it was hardly there. The sweetness level, also off. I don't love an overly sweet dessert, but I'd like to say this one wasn't sweet enough. And perhaps the most puzzling to me was the texture. I found the ice cream to be less creamy, of the, the least creamy of the bunch, and the texture was borderline icy. Three out of ten. Number seven is is what I look, bro. I don't buy nothing uh, Whole Foods like their uh, store brand. None of three sixty five shit is good. It never is. And if you watch a recent uh, Good Mythical Morning where they tested a uh, Whole Foods versus uh, Trader Joe's, it panned out there as well. Whole Foods three sixty five shit is just not worth your money. Mm. And in this case, again, came in seven. Not off by any means, but considering bland would be my first descriptor. I found it to be entirely forgettable. The cookies were also all wrong. Look, bro, it's Oreos or Hydrox or your local, your, your nearest competitor. Don't be putting your own like, this is my organic Oreo. <laughs> 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 Fucking up the whole vibe. Look at that. It, it, it's just wrong. Nothing about this ice cream wowed me, and while I try tied, it's tied for the cheap. Wait, it's tied for the cheapest, really. Product I oh, brought factory, factory, and, factory and price per ounce made it more expensive than any of the other brands. Though I do appreciate that they give you a full pint, whereas the other quote pints I tasted were actually two ounces short. Wow, that's that shrinkflation. The cookies in this one were a total miss, in my humble opinion. Uh, Three point five out of ten. Number six was Edie's. Overwhelmingly sweet, muddy flavors, better than average texture. Uh, lots of cookies here, but small pieces. So, I mean, is that really lots of cookies or is that just speckles, you know? Hey, that looked like uh. a shake. Yeah. <laughs> Four out of ten. Turkey Hill, which uh, we, can, we can get locally here at Giant Eagle. And uh, so, you know, didn't exactly wow me, but it was the first ice cream to make me think, huh, this is tasty. A mixture of pretty standard elements all around placed this one squarely in the middle, but it's not all bad. 549, you know, so for a half gallon or yeah, no, for 48 ounces. So I don't think they actually do half gallons anymore. Uh, again, nobody's really cooking the situation up, you know, look at these. Uh, six out of 10 for Turkey Hill. Friendly, similar to Turkey Hill, didn't change my life, but a super, superb Cookie to ice cream ratio and its creamy texture made that one, this one really genuinely pleasant. And there's really one really awesome thing about it. What is that? What is that one thing awesome? And there's one really awesome thing about it. And as I scroll down, is there? What is the awesome bit about? Uh, it used to be a store. Friendly's has nostalgia ah. has a nostalgia factor like none other. But after doing this blind taste, I confirmed that nostalgia side Friendly Steels makes a pretty mean carton of ice cream. While it wouldn't be hard for me to con- confuse this one with Turkey Hill. And my overall meh feelings toward each are nearly identical. Friendly's budget-friendly price point made it a total standout for me. There you go. At just nine at nine cents per ounce, more than four times cheaper than Haagen Dazs, I thought this one was pretty exceptional. It was also marginally creamier than Turkey Hill, which was already a pretty good bargain, pretty good to begin with. Like Turkey Hill, uh, cookie pieces were a little bit bigger, but there were still plenty of cookie pieces throughout, and not no bite went without some cookie crunch. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Look at that. Contains a bioengineered food ingredient. I wow. I love it. 
Uh, 6.5 out of 10. Briars, not dryers, not Edie's, Briars, Cookie Lovers, mm. was the one that was made for you. Cookie Lovers, this one was made for you. Briars does not mess around when it comes to the cookies, and that wasn't the only great part about it. Confession, I grew up eating Briars strawberry ice cream, whose sweetness I can't handle as an adult. So I had low expectations going in, and considering the brand was somehow the hardest ice cream to find in New York City, baffling, I know, I already had... I already had a bone to pick with them. However, after actually trying it, this one blew me away for multiple reasons. The first being those absolutely unbelievable cookie chunks. They advertise 20% more cookie pieces, though whether that's compared to previous recipes they've used or just an industry standard is unclear. Either way, they're not wrong because, y'all, these cookies are exceptional. There were lots of cookies in every single bite, and the pieces themselves were the largest and most substantial of any brand that I tasted. Yeah, that looked like a whole ass like uh, or mini Oreo right there. So, but the one thing about uh, Myers is, is it ice cream or is it frozen dairy dessert? Dirt, yeah, depending on what it says on the, on the package. This one says oh, frozen dairy dessert. Oh, why? So that shit yeah. don't count. So what is what's that about for the for the uninitiated? It, it's a uh, it's it's missing what what uh, ice cream is required to have a certain amount of cream. And as well as milk to be considered ice cream by the FDA. Oh. So and it's that whipped oil. Yeah. So. Uh, he found the ice cream to be creamy and smooth. That's because it's not ice cream, buddy. Eight out of ten. But uh, if you know, you know. Van Leeuwen. Expensive. It is. It is. I was easily the prices of all the ice cream brands I tried, but it also has the most complex. Was the most complex when it came to flavor, which made it worth every penny. I never heard of this. Uh, yes, you have because those are the ones who made the mac and cheese, uh, the Kraft mac and cheese ice cream. Oh, yeah. So you're aware. You are hip. And they got great coupon too. They do have mustard ice cream. In my never-ending quest to actually guess the brands I'm tasting, Van Lua was one of the only brands I got correct. And honestly, I think it was fairly obvious. Van Lua started in 2008 as a small ice cream truck in Brooklyn, and they're since scaled into a much larger operation with ice cream that's available nationwide. Even with that much growth, they've stayed committed to using high-quality ingredients, and that was obvious to me as soon as I got a taste of their ice cream. The biggest win here was the overall complexity and depth of flavor, which isn't really something I've noticed said about ice cream before. As I noted, I've simply never tasted ice cream like this before, and compared to every single one of the brands I tried, the flavor of Van Leeuwen's ice cream definitely stands out. The ice cream itself is obviously exceptional, but it tastes way better than plain old vanilla. It's wildly rich, and I even tasted caramel-like notes as I ate it. To be honest, I noticed something different and exciting in every single bite I took. It's a good-looking ice cream. The cookies themselves were also just so darn good. The cookies had the highest, slightest hint of salt in them, which really elevated all the flavors. They even stayed delightfully crisp, which I cannot say of many of the other varieties. I don't want my cookies crisp, but maybe I would. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Van Leeuwen ice cream is definitely expensive, and it's certainly the prices of all the varieties I tried. But in my opinion, I feel like it was worth the money. It may not be the greatest purchase to go alongside a slice of cake or pie, but for a standalone scoop of ice cream that's truly that that'll truly blow you away, I couldn't recommend it more. Nine out of ten. Meaning number one was Tillamook. 
I wasn't even aware ice cream could be this creamy, dreamy, or just so darn delicious. Tillamook is truly excellent in several ways, and even as a premium option, you get a lot for your money. I've always known Tillamook as the cheese company. Tillamook cheddar, simply excellent. But from now on, I'm going to start thinking of them as an ice cream company. I've seen this carton in the freezer section for many years now and never thought to try it. Now I'm wishing I could turn back time and only choose Tillamook because, folks, this is hands down the best ice cream I've ever tried. Similar to Van Leeuwen's cookies and creams, there aren't a whole lot of ingredients in this one, so the that quality really stands out. They even mention on the carton that they use more cream than is legally required since the FDA requires that products include at least 10% dairy milk fat to qualify as an ice cream and not a frozen dairy dessert. Your oh, man okay. knew that before I even read that. I want you to know. Your boy be out here knowing his food shit, bro, when it comes down to it. Whether it's the additional cream or some other matches they're doing over in Oregon, this was without a doubt the creamiest, smoothest, and fluffiest ice cream I've ever had. In terms of the cookies themselves, I was also incredibly happy with these ones. Like Van Leeuwen's cookies, these ones had a deli delightfully salty bite to them, which contrasted nicely with the super fluffy, just sweet enough ice cream. The cookie pieces might not have been as massive as those in Briar's, but still found the amount of cookies in this one to be perfectly acceptable, and honestly, the texture of one of, of this one made it worth it, so no matter the size or amount of the mix-in's presence. Seriously, folks, this fluffy, the fluffiness of ice cream simply cannot be described. Uh, Tillamook made a super balanced product. Nothing about it was too much or too little. It was just sweet enough without being overpowering, and that rich dairy flavor was there without feeling like I was chugging a gallon of heavy cream. So yeah, I have no shame in letting you know that my partner and I finished this carton just a day later, and I might just be a Tillamook convert for life, no matter the flavor. It's also worth noting that in terms of price, you'll get four times as much ice cream as Van Leeuwen for an entire dollar less. 10 out of 10. Uh, Tillamook is, uh, like, like the man just said in this article, uh, Gabriel, in Oregon, and they do do tours. So if you guys get down Oregon way, maybe, go, south of us. maybe consider uh, checking out the Tillamook Dairy. I, like I said, right, I know, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, I know they do tours, so. I've had their cheese. I like this man. I, I had not considered uh, trying their ice cream. So uh, may, maybe I will. That was it for our news this week. Uh, like I said, that last one, I just want to maybe wrap you all about the, you know, just in general, your vibes, your ice cream situation, how you get down. I learned so much. <laughs> I, I Usually, um, I'm a, a Ben and Jerry's guy. Yeah. And my favorite from Ben and Jerry's is uh, milk and cookies. Hmm. Uh, my favorite milk Ben and Jerry's is uh, half baked, and it's the peanut butter variant of half baked because it's got peanut butter cookies in it instead. But my go to, my go up for ice cream is uh, 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 Jenny's uh, gooey butter cake. Bruh. I do like that. That shit cost an arm and a foot. And so I don't get it that often, but when I when I when I come across every now and again, it'll hit sale at Target usually, and I can slide out of there with one for like five as opposed to nine. Sometimes it's very expensive ice cream, but uh, it's it's very very good. You can like I said, my mother. I brought my mom some when she was here uh, on one of her most recent trips here, and uh, 
she was shocked by the quality of the, like I said, the milk itself, it tastes different. Nothing else you can taste will taste like that. I think it's, they claim it's because they use grass fed uh, milk. And I don't know if that's true, but something about it be hitting. Jenny's go up, bro. Also, I feel like I think they're from Columbus. Am I right about that? Yeah, I think. Was Jenny's? No, they're from I'll Ohio. From yeah. Uh, my favorite Jenny's is um, pineapple upside down cake. Yes, it's so good. But like you said, that shit is expensive as hell. That's not yeah. like a, a go-to for me. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're headquartered down in Columbus, founded in 2002. Uh, but, but over there, what's that? What's that theater theater mall situation over there by uh, by Easton. IKEA? Is that Easton or is oh, that Polaris? Uh, what that's or Polaris. Gemini Polaris? Yeah, they but, they had a Jenny's in there forever ago. Like you know, what I'm saying like a like a like a standalone, not well, like not a, a freestanding Jenny's for like just forever ago. And I got it's like. And, it's, and it still is there. It's, next, it's right, right next to the, the Lego store. At least it was. I don't know if it still yeah, is. That were, were you talking about uh, is Gemini Way, but that's okay. in Easton. Okay. Okay. Very good. So well, yeah, yeah. Gemini Way is where IKEA is. Um, Jenny's is um, Easton. Okay. That's that's where we stayed at when we were just in Columbus. Yeah, big old AMC theater right there next to a yep. Foot Locker or whatever shoe store. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what that is. That is what I'm talking about. So there you go. And uh scrumptious. Just telling you that right now. <laughs> but uh you know what it is. Don't get the rose strawberry though. That shit is gross. It's the very ideal sounds disgusting to me. But well, whatever. I hand the reins over to you, sir. First up as always is my man Tatum. Have at sir. I think um I'm gonna pass it to Gabe since we haven't heard uh, since he hasn't been on the show. Wow! All, all, all to the good. That's like punishing my absence. Um, that's not punishing. That's like rewarding my absence, though. Re- rewarding, no, that's like re- re- rewarding my absence. Like this guy just shows up whenever he wants and he gets to go first. No, like, I know what you're saying, audience. You have like you have uh, you haven't been here for a while. I'm sure. I got things to talk about, so. Uh, so first of all, I want to hear what you gotta say. Okay. Second, I'm sure the people do. Thank you. Thank you to you and the people. Okay. So, yeah, I do have have a few things. Uh, As far as, uh, all right. So, as far as what's going on lately, you know, I've just been toward Washington. I like Washington. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I don't know how I feel about the winters. It's getting a little chilly in the morning here. So, and we're supposed to be chasing the sun and, so I don't know, like, it's different if we were to settle down here and have winter clothes and a winter clothes basket, uh, basket, uh, uh, closet and jackets and shit. But when you live in, with limited space, as we do, uh, you know, you, you didn't, you, you opted not to bring as much winter stuff. So you want to be where, where it's warm. So I, uh, uh, we might be heading south sooner than later for that reason. However, I do enjoy it here. Uh, I like I like people's general vibe. Lots of uh, windows with uh, acceptance in it, you know, and like they'll like they'll like paint they'll like emboss Black Lives Matter into their windows at at the bars here. Not just like oh, we just put it on as an afterthought, but like like we're really this is like this is part of the building now. 
So no. that's cool. Um, I mean, that doesn't mean they're not, you know, they probably will have problems. And I hadn't seen my share of uh, Let's Go Brandon stickers on, on trucks, but, you know, whatever. You got to take the good with the bad. No state's going to be perfect. So I do like Washington. Um, Enough to consider it home? It's it's hard to say about any place right now. I think my fault. I find good and bad in a lot of places we've been to. Um, I mean, I liked visiting Florida, but like, it's fucking Florida. Who wants, you know, who wants to live in Florida? <laughs> Look, no offense to the people who live there. Yeah, like I said, we we have we got we got heads down there. People who who bang with this set who live in Florida, and I I appreciate you. Your state is governed in a way that makes me sad for you. It makes me worry for you at all times. So, yeah, fuck Florida. Yeah. And there Sorry, Delvin. There's punchable face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, not to consider at home. I can't answer that right now. I'd have to. So I still haven't gone to California or Oregon. I'm excited for you to do Cali because it's just so so long a state, you know what I'm saying? So and so it's just mm-hmm. so much of it, just so much of it east to west and so much of it north to south that it's like that is going to be a time to be had, man. I'm very excited for you to uh, do Cali, man. Plus, I'm sh- I'm certain certain that you are going to link up with you definitely can link up with Chalfy. You can probably link up with Sleeper Hit and anybody and anybody else. Right, yeah, your uh, your cousins out there now, right in L.A. So yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, definitely so, spend some time with her. Yeah. So it's like uh, it's a lot out there. So I, I get down with it. Uh, but like, um, as far as things have done lately, in particular, I try to save some of that for the old uh, on the road, which I haven't recorded in a while. And I, I apologize, but like a lot of shit's been going down. We'll I have a, I have a a a substantial backlog of on the that I keep talking about. I need to post one. I need to post one, but it's been so busy with other podcastry stuff. They're just they're loaded up. All I gotta do is make some art and just drop them in, drop them in. I have so many of those. You are good. Okay, good. I don't I feel I don't feel as bad. Yeah. Uh, one thing I did do recently, and this is what I'm slowly building up to, is I went to something called Dude Stock. I'm excited now, about this. It, all right, so uh, a few, as a few of you should know, I, I hate saying that I sh- should know that. Like, what the, no, what long, the fuck time, am I? long time listeners of the show, people who have been around, and friends, uh, friends and family who fuck with the show would know this. That's okay to say that. Okay. All right, then, then you should know that uh, one of my favorite movies is The Big Lebowski. I, I laugh every time I see it. I love it. I've never not enjoyed it. And so when I saw, like, like down the street from a place we were staying had uh, dude stock, and uh, they were, like, uh, uh, doing a whole thing for the movie, I'm like, I, I sent a picture to my wife and said, what do you think? Hey, you guys would be in bed about this time. Uh, think I can sneak out? She's like, sure, go ahead. So I go. I go to Dude Stock. <coughs> okay. It's a viewing of the movie. They have some festivities beforehand. They're selling some white Russians. Uh, people are dressing in costumes. They have a costume contest. It's, it, was, it, was a, it was a good time to be had. So I went to Dude Stock. Um, I had a few white Russians. And I, 
uh, enjoyed the costumes. People watching the peach, the people watching was real fun. Um, I think one of the best costumes there was like uh, this guy dresses as this very minor character. The dude's landlord uh, was doing a dance quintet, and he does. He's like in this uh, flesh-colored outfit with uh, like a, a leaf. A leaf crown and a, like a leaf penis um, holder. What would you call it? Like a sash. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, a, a sash. Oh. A sash and a waist. A, a leaf around the waist. And the guy did it. And he's like built like the guy too from the movie. So it was like, oh, that's that's the best costume right there. A lot of people said that. It didn't win best costume. It didn't even win best costume in its category. It got beat up by like. Uh, the, the, the three categories were like random characters, Jesus, Walter, and the dude. So one random character was dressed like one of the nihilists in the dude's acid flashback when uh, the nihilists are all like in red tights and carrying giant scissors. And she had the giant scissors and everything. I'm like, all right, I, I get it. I get it. The prop really made that, made the outfit. So she wins. She won. She won in her category, beating out uh, uh, the landlord, and she uh, won overall, beating out in the overall of a guy who, like, this guy had long hair and a beard. And he looked like the dude. He probably looked like the dude because it's Washington and it's it's his regular look. He just threw on the outfits. So I don't feel bad that the guy lost. It's not like he put a lot of work into the outfits. It's like, oh, I. Was born like this. Did he have throughout my hair and a beard? Yeah, yeah, a sweater. So that's the that's the out that's the costume. He bought a sweater. I mean, but did he have the sweater? <laughs> yes, he had the sweater. So I'm gonna give him that. Okay, I'll give him that. He had the sweater and the sunglasses and the pants. Did he have a right and a pair of sandals? Yeah, we all did though. There were some white Russians. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, so we sit there, uh, watch the movie, good time had by all, and I'm not quite buzzed, and I'm a little disappointed because, like, how often do I get to drink and not have to worry about the responsibilities of being a father? Hey, there's a bar, and a bad decision is forthcoming because I had I stopped there and said, let me get a local local beer okay or two or three i had too many local beers were they good they were all right it's not great nothing blew my socks off but like i got drunk (laughs) off three beers well off of three right what four white russians and three beers it's not 12 ounces they were they were pints Jesus Christ, oh. were you like shit yourself the next day? All, all that milk, all that cream? Fuck. What? Did I'm too damn old for this shit. Uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> I'm too damn old for this shit. And that's the, that's what went through my mind the whole next day as I had a shitty hangover. And guess what, everybody? It was moving day. We were moving from one campsite to another, hitching up the rig. Making sure everything's in order, uh, and and I didn't drive. I was like, it was only an hour drive from one site to the next, but it, God 
the whole moving process sucked. Just sucked. Just being hang, being hungover sucks in general. But every time I'm hungover and I got some shit to do, I always think about that picture. And I should really remember his name because I think about him often when I'm hungover. Like, he threw a perfect game with a hangover, even throwing up on the mound at one point. Like, uh, I could pull this off, right? Are you going to look that up for me? Of course. <laughs> that might be a myth, though. So now I'm going to be like, I'm going to be all deflated. What, what uh, the, wild, the, the wild story behind David Wells' hungover perfect game. David Wells. Yeah. And Doc Ellis pitched on LSD. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that, too. So, yeah, I, 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 could, I could set up the rig and make sure my family doesn't get killed while I'm moving and all that, right? <laughs> uh, but, God, did it suck. And all I wanted to do was lay down and not exist anymore uh it was karaoke night too and i did all right i i I was coaxed into singing yes i'm sorry who coaxed you into this alcohol did and some people i met oh at the bar (laughs) was you kicking it with strangers in the bar my nick yes i was yes i was kicking with strangers in the bar i love it i love that for you man that is that is you are too old for that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know these fuckers. They could rob me afterwards or something, or or or, or have their their dirty way with me. And I don't know. I can't fight back because I'm way old and drunk. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> and like, and like, it, it did get like. There was a few times where I'm like, "Oh God, what am I doing?" Like, I got kids, and. Uh, why is that? Why is that what you go with? I got kids as opposed to I don't know anything else. But why is it that? That makes me laugh. Because I'm gonna be I'm gonna be 43 this year. I don't need some person I just met offering me mushrooms. Uh, did you take? Did them? that happen? Yes, I said no. Thank you. Okay. I oh my god, bro! Have you ever tried mushrooms before? No, I have not, and I wasn't. I was like, no. Like, no. I'm glad I didn't. I was already hung over a nut. I don't know what the after effects of mushrooms are. Shit. I, so I did sit. He, he had me. What did he? He's like, he said, I need help on this song. So they handed me a second mic, and the two of us, what did we sing? Shit. Ain't nobody you guys? No, I can't remember. I drank too much. A lot of the night was a blur. But, like, one of the strangers I met, I think, is now requested to follow me on Instagram. I have to think about that for a little bit. And uh, I gave I, – I don't remember, but I guess I gave him my Instagram information. <laughs> you're very pleasant. Uh, you're very pleasant when you drink, so you're probably – I'm going to drink. I'm very friendly and very likable. Oh, everybody wants to rule the world by Tears for Fears. Fuck yeah. That's the jam. Good shit. <laughs> yes, saying that – and on my own, I sang um, "To Be Loved" from "Coming to America." You, yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. It just, yeah, I'm done. I'm done getting drunk. I know I've said this before, and my wife has reminded me that I've said this before. But like, I threw up a lot. Oh, I shit a lot. I, I did it's not just too, rest enough. 
it's too much cream. There's no way, uh, no way. You, you four white Russians. You might as well just ate a bucket of Tillamook. <laughs> <laughs> so like, dude, stock was fun. The people watching was fun. Not the drinking was fun, but like, I paid for it. I definitely paid for it. Yeah. And like, I had to remind her, like, I hardly ever drink. She's like, Yeah, but your timing sucks. I'm like, well, I guess anytime I'm hungover. She's like, you get hungover when you have shit to do. I'm like, we've got four kids. There's always shit to do. I don't remember the last time we we woke up and said, hey, there's nothing to do today. Let's just stare at each other for the whole day. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, getting being hungover on a moving day was, like, very poor judgment on my part. I I mean. Yeah, culpa. Look, Doostock showed up out of the blue, and you had a good time at it. There you go. That's just what it is. I'm glad I didn't take her up on her offer for me to wear a bathrobe there. Because it would just smell. <laughs> she loves that bathrobe. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, that's, uh, that is what I did. And I don't know. Like, I, I hate that the good time was tainted by the bad feeling the next day. I don't think the good time was tainted. I think the next day just sucked, and, th- and that can be its own individual thing. Good time, yes. Met some strangers, did some karaoke, got drunk, watched your favorite movie all by yourself, a little bit of you time, which yeah. never happens. It just never no. does. Well, I, nah. I, I chose a life that doesn't, that doesn't go for that. No, I'm not, uh, I'm, hey, I'm not knocking it. A lot, of, a lot of dads chose that life and be still making themselves, all of it still their time. You are you are a good dude, man. So you had a good uh, time, and, did, and you earned it. Uh, I, I'm glad I didn't take. I'm glad I didn't take the mushrooms. I think it's better that I didn't. That is something like if you you know while you out there because it's also they're legal in of of Oregon. So you know, is everything legal in Oregon? I could show heroin if I wanted to. I, I, I believe so, but also you. That means that means you can just go to a shop and find legal and okay to take mushrooms and maybe one night you and the lady can take some mushrooms and have a good time. Mm, Let's go watch the kids. That's why I said at night hoping that, you know, the kids will just be in their damn bed. (laughs) Oh, I just mm, maybe. Just say, I've never taken mushrooms. Vanessa always wants me to take mushrooms. It's like, they're so great. You feel so great. Everything's, I'm like, I guess. But I just, I, I've always uh, worried about hallucinogenics. But, like I said. Do I want to see shit that's not there? No, I don't, and I don't even know if that's the case. I, th- I think uh, for rush mushrooms, it's just, it's just a good field drug. But uh, <laughs> takes all your bad feelings and turns them into good. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like if you and the you and the missus could do that together, you know, it's a nice little bonding situation. Keep, keep each other back, you know, to go buy yourself some orange juice. <laughs> I'm almost positive that's mushrooms that you that you need the juice for. Uh, so there you go. You know. All right. Uh, I think I'm done with hangovers, though. I'm too old for them. I don't I don't want them. I don't enjoy them. That's why I'm, I gotta find a stopping point. I'm telling you right now, you switch over to marijuana beverages instead. Nice vibe, man. Also, like I said, them bad boys, clockwork. Drink it 20 minutes later. Ha! Like, yes, that's perfect. And unlike when you eat it, 
you're not high like six hours later. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a good time for a period of time, and then we all right. <laughs> and I also heard when you uh, when you drink tequila, uh, you don't really have as much um, hangovers because it doesn't have any sugar in it. Hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. I guess mixing was a bad idea too. White Russians with with uh, with beer. Afterwards, I thought it was liquor before. I think I thought they said liquor before beer. You're in the clear, but just because it rhymes doesn't mean it works. I thought. Wait, wait I thought it was beer for liquor. No, yeah, beer before liquor, never sicker. Huh, yeah, but yeah, but then they, no one. Threw, I thought I was in the clear. No one threw cream in that conversation. <laughs> That's true. And like, were they well? Also, made? I heard. Were they well made, right? Oh. White Russians, like they clearly were using, like you know, quality ingredients and shit. Uh, I don't know because, like, I got them out of a pitcher. Oh, oh so they were they were, uh, they, were they, they batch mixed, okay? Yeah, yeah. So hey. a white Russian has two parts vodka, one part coffee liquor, and one part cream. Was that yeah, I think they were using half and half. <laughs> they, they were using half and half in ours. But I think the dude used half and half in his. So they're like, well, we got to do what the dude does. There's a beverage here, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that movie's so fun. And I laughed my ass off I was every moment to, of that movie. I was going to say, if you have not seen The Big Lebowski, uh, is that a Coen Brothers joint? Yeah. Yes, it is. It is uh it is truly hands down one of their best uh pictures. It's just very special. And uh yeah, that's so good. What a what a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will never understand why they killed Donnie off in that movie. What what and how they killed Donnie off in that movie. It's like what is what was that about? If you watch Coen Brothers movies, but they're not all comedies, so it's like it makes sense in some of the movies that then they'll sometimes just like, hey, fuck that character, I'm gonna kill him off. And it's like, okay, they like, I don't, I don't want to spoil it, so I won't even say which movie, but they have a movie where they kill the main character off camera. I'm like, really? Did they do that? Like, what happened? Wait, what happened there? Off camera. And I'm like, did he? I like this isn't uh, this isn't an action movie, so he's not going to show up at the end and get revenge. But like, they really did kill the main character off, and like did it off camera with little to no fanfare. And it's like, huh? So yeah, Cold Brothers are quick to like Game of Thrones a character. Mm. Uh, let's 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 just a quick update for the you the listener. The uh, Cleveland Guardians have swept the Chicago uh, White Sox, meaning they've taken two series in a row against teams that were in the, at the time in second place against them. Minnesota hasn't won another game since we beat them last. They have just lost like whatever straight and now are 10 games out of first place in our division. The White Sox are now seven games out of first place. Our magic number, which is a number between wins and losses, our wins and other teams' losses, is five before we could take yeah. it the American League Central. And uh, just going to continue telling, telling, telling that tale because I am very proud of these youngsters. And uh, just again, nice. just, let's see if, if, if uh, Daniel is happy right now or angry. 
Uh, it is currently 23-14, 220 left in the game. So right now, we're up by nine points. Uh, Pittsburgh has the ball. No, no league is no lead is safe in Cleveland. Two minutes, 20 seconds to go, and they are driving. They are uh, currently at the, what looks to be at the uh, 20, what is about that? It was that, like the, yeah, right, right, kind of right at the 20 yard line, uh, almost at, almost uh, at the, at their scoring. So 20 yards out from scoring. So. I'll say nothing. Oh, you know, hey. Thought I'd shake, sprinkle that magic in there. Very happy about the Guardians. Again, try, I try myself, I try truly to not let the Browns bother me at all anymore. And it's not any old, like, oh, because they're terrible. It's, it's because I'm just like, nah. I'm saner for it, for it, so. Uh, what else, man? Tell, t- 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 no, tell me more, tell me more. Speaking of Ohio, uh, and this is the general discussion subject that I wanted to have. I shouldn't. I don't know why I'm so descriptive. and I just let it happen organically, Gabe. Anyway, uh, <laughs> my wife is out talking to somebody in Washington, and we're like we talk about like and it comes up from we're from Ohio, and I'm like and the guy's like, yeah, man, Ohio, you guys are pretty mean out there, huh? I'm like what? This is news to me, and I and I I, I, I was surprised to hear this, and apparently it's it's a it's a thing. Not just Washington, but like somebody who used to be from Michigan said, "Like, yeah, I don't wear my sports gear there. I don't get my ass kicked." And and like, is it just sports? And like, nope, they're mean. They're 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 they're, uh, they're mean in traffic. It's just, it's just a mean state. And I'm like, really? I didn't know we had this reputation. My wife goes on to say, like, "Well, you're mean. Why are you so offended?" And I don't understand why she has to hurt my feelings. But anyway. <laughs> Were you guys aware of the stereotype? Because I remember, okay, this is as a as a, as a side. I remember, remember Thirty Rock, and uh, one of the earlier seasons, Liz has a boyfriend who's mm-hmm. like, okay, I got this great job offer in Cleveland, and yes. let's go check it out. So she goes to Cleveland, and they have this montage, of, oh, Cleveland's so friendly, and da, 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 and like and that's because that's, that's how New York sees this. Was this friendly? Friendly Hick Town, and I'm like, and I turn to my wife and I say, I'm a little offended, uh, like that we think we're just a bunch of nice people or something. It's like, could you, you know, like dissect that statement for a second? Because why are you offended that they think you're just Cleveland's full of nice people? Hmm. So like, well, you know, as as, therapy. as as always, Cleveland and the Cleveland general metropolitan area. Is very different than the rest of the state. I we don't really get shitty about sports gear unless it's Steelers gear. You know what I'm saying? We that that's that's our, it's like our natural enemy. <laughs> so that's about and that not really even you know what I'm saying because I like my homeboy you know what I'm saying me, me and Ant's homeboy Ken is a, as a super Steelers fan and he's still our homeboy. So I've never like looked at him with like disdain or anything. You know who, who, who like like do get mad though? Box get mad at some of his friends because his friends be root for teams that like ain't got shit to do with us at all, and they ain't <laughs> never, and, and and they've never even been to these cities. 
So like his one buddy roots for the Red Sox. Like what the fuck is you doing root for the Red Sox? His one buddy roots for like uh the, the, the Falcon the the yeah well yeah the Ducks but also but like yeah. he roots for like the uh, the Falcons and they're like the fuck is that where did that come from and so that that's when uh, some people get and not mean it's just it like it, it 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 I guess it offends him to as to a soul as a Cleveland's fan sports fan it was, but it was I don't I I was about to say I don't I've never gotten to really beef in driving I do get upset. When people don't use their turn signals. And I definitely almost got hit by a car today because dude was like just drove, was dry, was just going straight through the light. I was like, that light is red. You are just not going to stop, are you? <laughs> so. Well, three things. One, we like T mentioned, we're from Cleveland. And like, we're almost Canadian, so th- let's not count us in that. Two. Yeah. Um, I don't want to bring race into it, but white people uh, mostly do like the the angry driving and stuff like that. Cause like until like I remember I took a road trip to Columbus, and it was my first trip by myself in a car, like driving for more than like like a couple hours, and. Yeah, every beep, every middle finger, every flashing flashing light, they come from a black person. Hmm. Well, I mean, I I was I was just intrigued by this. Like this, we have a stereotype of being mean in Ohio. So I did look into it. I'm not the uh, uh, look up at Google experts. You guys are, but like I did come across a couple articles that say Ohio is one of the rudest states in America. Uh, a recent study. Sh- says that Ohio and Florida among the rudest in the United States and like Ohioans um, are Ohioans rude the study says yes like the 10th rudest state in the in the in our uh, union hmm. so I'm like huh I'm surprised by this uh, I, I guess <laughs> as, as Anthony's always said the northernmost southern state and so our behavior are we, are us being similar to Florida yeah it's about right but I thought I thought, well, if we're the northernmost southern state, where's the southern hospitality? <laughs> yeah, see, that part doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, we're, so. we're we're the south we're the southern northernmost southern state, but we forgot we left our manners down south. No, no. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I wasn't uh, I wasn't aware of that. Like, yeah, I remember my friend. Uh, you know, uh, spent a lot of time in the South. He got used to the how nice and, and charming the Southern girls are. And really, was like, get a few drinks in him. He's like, these girls here, they're so mean. Like, uh, like look at this bartender. Uh, <laughs> he's like, she, he was, she wasn't nice to me at all. I'm like, damn, she was perfectly nice to you. What's, what's wrong with you? But like, does he have a point? Um. I remember um, Fran had took me to, was it Christie's? It was one of the strip clubs in the, um, in the flats. And one of the okay. girls was, was from Atlanta. And she was talking. And one of the things she said was, 
the women up here are so mean. Oh. Oh. So, oh, I, I was, I, I'm still taken aback. Hmm. I don't think you should be surprised, Gay. I shouldn't. So we have a reputation for being mean here in Ohio. We should. Uh, I don't. I do nothing about that. We're 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 grown ass people with free will. What am I gonna do? But uh, well, well, first thing you should stop saying is we, because we seem to be pretty good people. Yeah. Okay. Leave yourself out of it. All right. All right. Like, yeah. We're no one's a monolith. So you guys. Uh, so you guys aren't surprised by this, and like. As usual, we can, you know, we can say this. Nah, we we can blame the white people for this. The devils. <laughs> I'm not going to say blame. I'm going to say they lead the... Huh. It's not a, is it a, not a stereotype. They lead the theory. Okay. All right. Huh. That I can get behind. It, so, it's, up to, it's up to them to, to change the, the uh, Ohio's reputation. It ain't up to us. We 13%. <laughs> yeah, if they want to be the majority, they want all the power, but no, no, no the responsibility has come with it, huh? There you go. You said it. You said it, Daywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my that's, that's, God. As a daywalker and uh, somebody married to uh, a white woman with four white kids, I feel like I can get away with this stuff. Like, like you're going to accuse me of being racist towards white people? Some of my favorite people are white. Just you, guys. <clears throat> oh, my God. Just you and Tom Hanks. All we need to do is get this yard, this one yard, and then the clock will time out. That's all we need, one yard. So you watching the game now? Yeah, I just threw it on right quick. And he got the yard. All right. That does it. Let me, hold on. Let's see. Let's see if they're going to give it to him. Give me four progression. They're going to measure, I think. Oh. For dramatic effect. He put he, And he put the tip of the ball right on the yellow line on TV. So let's see when they when they bring the chains out. I just I just watch where the uh, the ref put the ball, which is actually some bullshit because I saw what the player got. <laughs> the, the 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 chains oh. are running out right now. We are got the yard by that much, and I'm not joking. Okay. That's the so that's ball game. Excellent. We can just run the clock out. Hey, good job, brownies. There you go. Couple of wins, couple of wins for the city of Cleveland tonight. That's what's up. Right. Plus, you got to hear, get, got to hear Gabe on a podcast. I'm saying Ohio, we paint. Yeah, nice. <laughs> celebrate by punching a few Steeler fans in the face. Oh, <laughs> I mean they're gonna do it anyway. I mean, I, my words don't make be, no difference. Don't be Ohio rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but you want to know who's rude? Uh, I hate to say this, but like, I got some rude ass kids, and and I don't just say this. I, I say this lovingly because, like, as I speak right now, I'm looking at a uh, laptop with a cracked screen. Oh! And how how did this happen? 
it wasn't out of anger or anything, but like, um, we're all, we're, 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 my wife's heading out to go shopping. Uh, on the way, she's going to drop me off at the lodge, uh, like, you know, the, where I'm currently at right now, to work and to do the laundry. So I'm not too far from the laundry, but I'm carrying my work laptop and I'm carrying my white laptop because uh, me and the team were going to see, like, hey, it's is Gabe going to get on tonight? Do we have the internet to make it work? Let's test it with this laptop. I asked my son to carry the laptop. It's a relatively small laptop, smaller than your uh, a notebook. And he's like, and I'm like, carry this and carry this notebook because I already got a bunch of stuff in my hands. I got laundry. I got I got a work laptop. And he's like, oh, I can't carry it. And then he throws it. What? It's like he was struggling a little bit. He got frustrated, and um, and he just like he tosses it, not like not like whips it hard, but like kind of fumbles it a little bit, and it's like fuck, it's not my laptop, and lets it fall to the ground. Now I didn't, I didn't think it was that. It sounded bad, but I'm like, maybe it's all right. I mean, it's working. I'm on the podcast right now. I'm. Um, I'm making it work, but like there's cracks in the screen, and I'm not happy about it. Um, I've been looking into articles and such, like about my child's frustration because he does get frustrated easily, and because um, I, you know, I'm not going to do what my dad does and, and and yell him out of frustration. That does not work. So um, he's six years old. It's an age where you get frustrated. I'm I'm hoping. You can't just count on the kid to grow out of, you know, the behavior that you may find troubling or that's not. I hate to say it's not fine troubling because it makes it seem like, oh, he's inconveniencing me. No, it's it's not helpful to him to get so frustrated. So, yeah, they can grow out of it. But why count on that when you can work with the child and been trying some things, breathing? And it's like, I, I, I feel your pain. Son, you this must that what just happened is, is not very nice. I bet you feel really frustrated there. It's okay to feel frustrated, but what can we do about that frustration? <clears throat> so I'm working with them, but man, oh man, ah, uh, <sighs> uh, he's an adorable little kid, and he gets away with a lot because of that adorableness. But man, he's killing me sometimes. You feel better than I am. I, although I don't fucking know if I, if my kid would have did that I probably would be the same thing because I, I just I don't I don't bear that kind of uh, anger or frustration toward my kids that my mom seemed to have against uh, me and mine and and that's because I didn't like feeling that way you know so I just I, I've tried to be uh, better about that as a as a, as, my, as a parent so even though I say I'd be mad I probably wouldn't be or I can't I can't definitely say I would be I, it'd be a like, frustration to be like man that sucks I have an example. I uh, got a lightsaber once for Christmas some years back. The day I got it, Xander dropped that bitch, broke it. And I was super upset about it. And like, I kept like, I, like I, that lightsaber only recently went out in the trash finally because it kind of half ass worked, you know what I'm saying? But also, it was real broken that if you left it on, you'd be just sitting in the living room and all of a sudden the lightsaber would just go whoop, and light up, which was no <laughs> bueno. <laughs> I, you say no bueno, I say realistic. 
random lightsaber lights up is enough to, especially because you know, you know your man is a scary ass motherfucker. So I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so the force and is what's strong with you? It it sucked, and 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 I know I know even to this day he's still sad off of that that he broke my lightsaber. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I don't like that he he carried that with him all the, all those years. And so I. Uh, I'm I'm with you in that regard, uh, bruv. It's like it's like you just you don't want to be putting on them what was put on us. Yeah, I think the, my my son. This is the same son who, when younger, broke like two, not one, two TVs, and like to this day, if you bring it up, he gets sad about it. So he feels I don't know it, I don't know what what's the proper amount of bad like because I can't. It's not it's it's he doesn't spit out coins. When he feels bad about something, to reimburse me for the money I spent on the TV, but but like, what's the proper amount of bad? I don't know. He feels bad about it, so it ain't gonna fix itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the, the TV's not gonna get fixed. The laptop not gonna fix. The shit happened. We 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 have a proper conversation about why why we shouldn't do it, and we keep motherfucking moving. So yeah, you can I mean, do. It's it's not like he's like yeah I broke your laptop yeah I broke your TV what you broke I, <laughs> you broke ass bitch yeah go buy a new one <laughs> you got money you buy it it's not like I have to pay for it fuck you it's not like he taunts me to this day like remember when I broke your TV yeah how'd that feel <laughs> still burns don't it <laughs> so I, I'd be worried if it was that shit like yeah that would be troubling. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> to say the least. So it's all right, man. He just he got a, he got a, he got a bad record. Bad, bad, bad. You're saying it's and lesson learned. You know better than pass the mic the next time. You're like, hey, are you ready to take? Can you take this or so forth and so on? Or you know not to have so much in your arms that it's, that you need to be called upon. Yeah, you know, true. Others to assist you. You know. Well, I got. I don't want to ask the oldest for like everything. I feel bad for her sometimes because she's like. She's the most reliable. What am I gonna do? I gotta, I gotta go. Like, I, I, I gotta run the, uh, I gotta run the the, the reliable run back uh, up the middle. I know I'll get the yards. I can't like say, oh, you know, you carried the ball too much. Let me hand it off to this guy who might do it. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I asked the oldest to do a lot, and she's yeah. like, oh, again, oh, why do you always ask me? Oh, why don't you ever ask them? Like, I know because I can count on you. When you get older, you'll feel good about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just, just tis what it is, kiddo. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm not trying to put this on you. I'm not trying to put it on your shoulders, but you damn good at what you do. That's why I made you first. <laughs> <laughs> if I had that one first breaking my TVs and everything, you you might not exist. <laughs> yeah. They break TVs, fuck this. <laughs> going to the doctor <laughs> I ain't even fucking with this no more man oh my god thank you Gabriel for uh, for just coming through and dropping some drop some gems on you got a nice full help and he been helping us from Gabriel and none of those stories are going to be on, are, are, uh, uh, on the road those are all skim exclusives uh, it's getting late in the evening and, and, and I are not really up for a lot of chitty chat so I'm just going to skip it Unless you just have something you must tell me, Anthony, this night. I don't. Worry not then, right. man. We're going to head on down to the mean streets of Reddit. 
and visit the subreddit Emma the Asshole. But before we do that, we're going to take a small detour and check an update from a story we shared with you last week. So last week we had an Emma the Asshole that was about uh, a woman whose husband canceled her plane ticket to her sister's wedding as a means to try to keep her from leaving and going to her sister's wedding. And that woman was like, mm, I ain't doing that. I'm going to my sister's wedding. And so she just drove because it's only like four hours away is what uh, she ended up saying in the, in the end of the asshole. Oh. Uh, Reddit was like, yo, that dude is a problem. All sorts of red flags. And one of the things he said was that he had let go or fired their babysitter because they had robbed the the babysitter had robbed them. But people uh -oh. on Reddit people on Reddit was like, Well, if, did, is that true? And she was like, I never thought to ask. Because, you know, she has faith in her partner. And or did. maybe one correct, or did. And so they was like, yo, you should ask that babysitter. You should hit that babysitter up and see what's what and blah blah yakety schmackety. And uh I was uh, looking at that uh, Emma the Asshole today as I, as I was, you know, hunting for new ones for this week. And uh, at the top of it, I noticed it said I have an update on my own page that I just, that was probably there last week. I just didn't notice it. And so I went and got uh, that update for us to go over uh, today. And so update on my Emma the Asshole thread. Am I the asshole for going to my sister's wedding after my husband canceled my plane ticket? Update. So I contacted the babysitter via social media. I sent her a DM telling her who I was and mentioning the incident that happened at our home. I didn't think she'd respond given it had been over seven months since she left us. But I was surprised when she responded in two hours time. I again mentioned the incident to her and asked if she could explain to me what happened. She sent me a long wall of text swearing she never took anything from our home and that my husband came home and was lashing out at her and the kids for no reason. She mm. said that she, she said they didn't talk to him that day, but then brought up a previous interaction they both had. Then she claimed that he touched her inappropriately what? while she was while she was in the kitchen while while he was in the kitchen with her. This caught me off guard. I asked her to expound on that, and she said she wasn't sure it was an accident or that he did or that he did it deliberately. She said he didn't say anything, but his looks made her uncomfortable. She also said that she was willing to let it all let it go till she saw that he started leaving her text days uh -oh. later, demanding she respond to him. Then the day he accused her of the robbery, he just lashed out at her for criticizing her work and then told her to leave and not come back. She said he didn't accuse her of anything being stolen, just lashed out and told her to leave. I couldn't wrap my head around this. I just really, I don't know what to say. Basically, she was saying that he tried to hit on her, but then said she wasn't sure if it was an accident. Then he just all of a sudden came home one day and lashed out, then told her to leave. I can't make sense of this. I went to try to speak to him on that, but he kept blocking my attempts to discuss it. So I blew up, showed him the, ba the babysitter sent me, and he remained calm, which is completely out of character for him. Uh-oh. He kept repeating the line, she's lying to you. 
while I absolutely lost it on him. I threatened to take the kids and go stay with my friend, which what which is what I'm going to do today after he leaves the Fuck house. That. Make him go. Since he uh, and really. that, since he said that I can't do that, then I'm waiting till he's out. He kept calling me crazy to believe some kid story over his, and insisted that I was looking to dig up dirt to start a fight. I refused to continue fighting. I just kept my distance from him. This is just horrible. I did not see this coming. I feel like a cold wave just hit me and I don't know what to say about this. And worst of all is that I have no evidence or proof. I'm going to be taking some space from him for now till I clear my mind and think of what I'm going to do going forward. Yes, a wow. And uh, out here ruining lives. <laughs> or or getting people out of dangerous situations. That, yeah, that that sounds like right. I'm gonna go wow. th- go through a f- just a few comments here. Uh, this person uh, says, "Take the kids. If you have messages, screenshot everything. Screenshot what the babysitter told you. Screenshot you buying the ticket and then him canceling it. If his mother thrashed you via DM, screenshot that too. Don't yield on this." The first step of everything is realizing something is not good. You've already reached out, reached that step. Your family will help you. Your friends will help you. Don't yield. Don't give up. Good luck. And the OP responded, yes, I'm too overwhelmed right now, but I'll make sure to store those messages. Already kept all his messages, including his mom's verbal attacks toward me. It's awful the way he and his mom treat me in front of the kids, no less. I'm at the end of my rope. And I feel suffocated and my chest feels tight and heavy. I will need to get fresh air later on and away from the kids just so I could get my thoughts in order. And then we got a big old glow in the dark one. And Uh-oh. so let's uh, let's let's take a look at this glow in the dark one. And this this is just some advice for people in a situations that are kind of abusive. And that's so this is what this woman is for. This is what this advice is for. Change your phone password right now to something he would not be able to guess, include symbols to complicate it. If you have the Find My Phone settings on, connected to his phone, turn it off now. Go for a short walk to calm down. When you come back in, when you come back in order to make him less suspicious, you could apologize for overreacting, act like nothing's wrong. Start getting all important documents together, quietly. Same with medications. Don't say anything to the kids until you're out of, out of there because they could let it slip or freak out. Wait five minutes after his car has left the driveway in case he decides to test you by coming back immediately before you start packing. In the, main, in the meantime, putting together a getaway bag for each of your kids is easy if you start without the bag. Pick some shirts, pants, underwear, sleepwear, hoodies, and put them in the top drawer of their dressers or somewhere else where they can also reach where you can grab them all at once. You can do this under the guise of doing laundry, sorting the kids' messy, messy drawer. If your kids have a, a few favorite toy stuffed animals, put them where they are easy to grab in a rush. Same with a favorite blanket, unless it's in the bed covers. Fold it up and leave it on the end of the bed. Do the same with your own clothing, but keep it somewhere he is less likely to see to find and find suspicious. Any family heirlooms, precious, expensive items, discreetly put them in a spot where you can grab them quickly without being suspicious, without him being suspicious. Maybe with your kids clothing or your papers or documents. Same with snacks for the kids. 
If you have a box that dry food came packaged in, store some snacks in there, granola bars, crackers, etc. Is the car in his name only? Do not take it very far, i.e. your sister's house, because he can report it stolen. I'm assuming you have a shared bank account. The first thing you do after leaving the house is go to the bank, withdraw some money, at least enough to stay at a hotel for a couple of nights if necessary. If you don't have access to it but have credit cards, buy something and choose cash back. Do not go to your friend's house because he will expect you to go there. Let her, your sister and family know what's happened happening. See if you can stay with family. Go to a woman's shelter and have a family member pick you up if possible. Do not answer his calls, texts, emails. Laid it all out there. That's thorough. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad that it has to be thorough. Man. Uh, I don't know if this, I don't know what's up with this dude. Truly, I don't. I'm a, I'm a stranger on the internet. But he was on some nonsense. And so, I truly cannot call it, and I won't. And uh, we'll get on to some regular amateur assholes. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, next up, am I the asshole for telling my sister-in-law that she upstaged me at my wedding? Mm. I, 30 female, recently got married to Matt, 30. Matt has a steps has a stepsister, Tiffany, 28 female. I have met her less than 10 times in the five years I dated Matt, and she doesn't live nearby and is not close to my husband. However, she was invited to our wedding. I should mention that Tiffany is very attractive. She is pretty, with a currently fashionable body type. She also dresses well and spends money on her appearance. This is well known, and even though I've only met her a few times, whenever she is brought up, my in-laws always mentioned as being very interested in her image. I don't begrudge her this at all. The ceremony, sure. went fi- the ceremony went fine. But afterwards, while my in-laws were congratulating me and my father-in-law commented that I looked beautiful and in the next breath mentioned, Tiffany did too. His wife caught his eye and shook her head, but I ignored it. When Tiffany came over to say congratulations, she looked stunning. Her dress is beautiful and fitted her perfectly. Her hair and makeup looked like they'd been done professionally. And she was wearing a pair of obviously designer shoes. Her outfit was totally appropriate for the event. But I was still weirdly upset by how she looked and immediately felt self-conscious next to her. Even Matt told her she looked great and they rarely talk. For the, for the rest <laughs> of the night, every she single male guest... For the rest of the night, every single male guest at the wedding asked about Tiffany, who she was, how I know her, if she was a single, etc. By the speeches, I was fed up and almost in tears, and even the best man mentioned her in his speech off the cuff. What the fuck? I let it go, went on my honeymoon, and tried to forget the whole thing. We came back about a week ago, and this past weekend had dinner with my in-laws. Tiffany was visiting, and we learned that she had gotten engaged. She showed us her comically large ring and said she was planning on having the was planning to have the wedding next year and that it would be a black tie event. Before I could stop myself, I jokingly said that I was pretty sure I'd already been to her wedding. Wow. I was the one in the white dress. Wait a minute. I was the uh, I was the one in the white dress. Okay. She asked what I meant, and I thought there was no point in lying, so I just admitted I felt she upstaged me at my wedding. She laughed and said, you can't upstage a bride. 
I asked if I could wear white to her wedding, and then she shrugged and then said, if you think it'll help. She then apologized if I felt her outfit was inappropriate. My in-laws moved the conversation on, and we went on with dinner. We got home. My husband blew up on me, saying I embarrassed him by being petty and jealous of Tiffany. He said he doesn't even like her, but even he knows she can't do anything about what she looks like or the clothes she can afford. And I made myself look bitter and childish and him by association. I admit it wasn't my best moment, but I thought he would at least understand how I felt, given that he heard everyone's comments that night. He's demanding I apologize. Apologize is spelled with an S. So these people are of uh, that kind of people. I apologize to Tiffany and his parents, but I don't think I said anything that heinous. Am I the asshole? Okay. As Anthony was pointed out before, uh, brides do get a certain amount of leeway in these naughty asshole scenarios, but... Not this, just, this was not at her wedding. This was a couple of weeks after the fact, and you was just holding on to the seat. You went on a whole-ass honeymoon. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I... I I'm gonna say yes. You are the asshole. Yeah, you're 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 you are the asshole in this situation. But let's see what the the good people of Reddit think. You're the asshole. You know what makes Tiffany attractive compared to you? Her confidence. If you think it'll help. Whoa. What a classy, confident woman Tiff must be to react to such a petty, <laughs> jealous attack with such a smooth shutdown and followed up with an apology despite being wholly unnecessary. If you weren't busy threatened, being th- busy feeling threatened by her, you could learn a thing or two. Hell, I'd love to think, learn a thing or two from her. <laughs> Edit. So I read some of the OP's responses, and apparently Tiffany has been engaged to be engaged for quite some time, and that class act of a woman presumably still waited until after OP's wedding to show off her ring. Just what a woman. <laughs> wow, even the commenters are like taken with her. <laughs> I'm trying to scroll to see if anybody oh no we, well, there we go love a love a glow in the dark comment this is by Crystal Zelda who is a certified proctologist in these uh this particular subreddit streets no because she's getting that ass least. she gets in that ass thank you yeah OP is mad at the wrong people here I don't think it's rude of all guys if OP's account is accurate to be slobbering all over Tiffany to the point where they're hitting OP up for her wedding day on her wedding day for deets on her to get in, to get it, to get in with her sister in who has a fiance for the rest of the night. Every single male guest at the wedding asked about Tiffany, who she was, how I know her, if she was a single, etc. by the sweet jobs fed up, you know, all that stuff. OP, I actually am with you that I would also probably feel miffed. If people were asking me for my guest digits on my wedding day, but none of that is Tiffany's fault. She's not the one who was inappropriate. She's not the one who was pe- pestering you about uh, about other guests on your wedding day. Like the like the white rose queen said, all she did was exist in a space you invited her to. Maybe Tiffany didn't. Maybe Tiffany also didn't enjoy having a bunch of dudes hitting on her all night and being mentioned in the best man speech. I know I wouldn't either. If you should be upset with anyone, it should be with your male guests for their boorish behavior, not Tiffany. They're the ones that created the situation through their actions, not her, for simply breathing while hot. 
Yep. Sometimes it's, it's just taken care of and we leave it there. Yeah, Man, I got, I got two more, but I really don't want to do both of them. So I'm going to give you, I'm giving you two. You guys will pick. Okay. And pick. Don't just say I'll do whatever the next man do. Pick. Okay. Okay. Am I the asshole for ordering a Coors Light at a fancy dinner with my girlfriend's parents? Mm, that's a am, I the, we hit, oh. am, am I the asshole for threatening to kick out my coworker slash roommate for kissing my best friend? Oh, that sounds sexy and intriguing. I'm gonna say oh, that right. one. I say Coors Light. Oh. <laughs> I want Coors Light, and I will be the tiebreaker here. Coors Light okay. it is. But, Gabriel, I will save this other one, and we will do it next week, okay? All right. Sounds good. Everybody's Let happy. Let me throw it in the M of the asshole folder so it's right there. All right. Uh, I really want to see a picture of Tiffany. <laughs> same. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Am I the asshole for ordering a Coors Light at a fancy dinner with my girlfriend's parents? Recently, my girlfriend, 29 and I, 31 male, oh, 29 female and I, 31 male, went out to the East Coast to visit her parents. We've been dating for almost a year and things have gotten serious and they wanted to meet, her, meet me. She and I come from somewhat different worlds. I grew up hunting and fishing in rural northern Midwest, while she comes from a well-to-do New England family. But we met in the city where our adult lives and careers have both led us. Anyway, recently, I, like I said, we both traveled to the East Coast to visit our parents. I first met them at their home, and it went well. And we, were, and we were to meet for dinner at a casual but nice seafood restaurant on the Atlantic seaboard just a few hours later. I felt a little intimidated, but I wore a nice outfit to dinner, and her parents seemed to be like me, and we got along well. Her parents first ordered some raw oysters and paired a nice glass of white wine to go with for all of us. Raw oysters aren't my thing, but I ate them and to be polite and drank the wine. But when it came time to order our entrees, I had settled on a fried seafood platter. I'd already looked at what was on tap. And when the server asked what I wanted to drink with that, I ordered a tall Coors Light. There were a ton of options on tap and maybe I should have been a little more adventurous, but it'd been a long day and I just wanted something wet and cold that could, that wouldn't challenge my taste buds. Sounds like a commercial. <laughs> that's a wet and cold and won't challenge your taste buds. That's the worst commercial ever. If that's, if that's what your commercial is. <laughs> the dinner went just fine. But afterwards, when we were alone, my girlfriend asked why I ordered a Coors Light out of every single thing on the menu. <laughs> I told her I just didn't feel like anything else. And she said that I had embarrassed her in front of her parents, that they had taken us out and that I ordered the one redneck, quote, redneck beer they had oh. in, in reserve just in case a redneck showed up. Leave her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that she was being mean, but maybe I didn't really read the room. I want you, I want again, audience, I want you to know that y'all be pinning it on T and saying T to always telling motherfuckers to break up, but both y'all say to break up this time. Yeah. <laughs> this is a breakup. Yeah. What a, I, I imagine him ordering a course life and like people swivel their heads, the, the, the heart music stopped playing, somebody dropped the monocle out of their eye. <laughs> <laughs> Fell into their clam chowder. <laughs> oh, of course, light. <laughs> like, it wasn't oh. a PPR. <laughs> Whereas in reality, no one, not even her parents, noticed that that man ordered a goddamn Coors Light. They, no one did. No one no. gave a fuck but her. <laughs> was this, uh, was this, um, oh, God, 
I'm blanking right now. <laughs> well, if it comes to you, you, you jump in with your, with your bits, sir. It's no worries. Uh, of course, everyone says this man is not the asshole. I was just trying to see if anybody gave any uh, stellar. It's like the Trick Daddy video where he, uh, or is there, uh, he has uh, fried chicken delivered to the uh, fancy restaurant. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not the asshole. Not the asshole outside of your terrible taste in beer. Yeah, my mother's drink. My mother drinks Coors Light. Okay, seventy-three-year-old black woman drinking Coors Light. That's what you're. That's what the beer you're drinking, buddy. Just pointing that out to you. <laughs> People can order whatever they want at a restaurant. I would say the only time some restraint is required is if the item is expensive and you're not paying for it. But we know Coors Light isn't expensive. Anyone who judges you, and I mean actually judges you, not lightheartedly poking fun at your choice in beer, for that is definitely the asshole. Sounds like your girlfriend was nervous. Either that or she has some real issues with image. I think it's worth a more in-depth talk about why your choice of beer was really so important. Yeah. I like that. I like that uh, that that's the way they uh, that uh, this person presented that that. Uh, Discussion. I'm trying to see if the Coors guy, Coors guy, didn't get didn't comment at all uh, after having posted that. So, tis what it is, man. The nah, you're not the asshole. Poor guy. I'm sorry you had to suffer through it. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that speaks more volumes of her than him. Yeah, yeah, it really does. So we we will uh, we will simply hope that uh. She can do better, and like I said, and like I said, nerves and everything else. So maybe it may be some, some, you know, maybe that's just all that's going on. Maybe if uh, she didn't want him drinking Coors Light, she should have said something before the dinner. <laughs> yeah, I guess she could have. She could have been like, "Hey, man, when you order, uh, don't order cheap beer." I don't fucking know. But also, I don't like, I don't like her bandying about the term redneck because. Uh, it's it's it, it's a, it's it's a bit rude unnecessarily. You feel me? Yeah. And also, it also makes it, like it puts herself on a on a pedestal, and like like I'm going to look down at you and I think less of you. And it's like, nah, bruv. I, I mean, lost that blue blood. You're not married yet. Like, get get out before the getting's you know get out while the getting's good. Yeah, you can do that. You could also just you know chat and just be like, hey, baby, what's up with that? What she did know is he all course like. And you just <laughs> messed up. Big mistake. Big <laughs> oh man. Oh, but you know what I'm saying? There you go. That's the end of the asshole for this week. I, uh, I'm gonna I'm a, let me pull up my, my 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 notes here and I'll tell you how quickly run through uh my little entertainment this week. Uh things I've watched this week include uh Harley Quinn. I'm all caught up on that. And in fact, uh that season is done. So that uh, I'm actually finished with that. They have already been uh, greenlit for season four, so I'll get some more Harley Quinn next year, and I'm excited for that when it returns. Uh, I am caught up on She-Hulk. Watch She-Hulk uh, before we uh, got on mic tonight. Goddamn, I love that show. Just yep. each week, it is simply a delight to watch, and this episode was particularly good and uh, kind of set, set up a little further on who's going to be our big bad by the end of it. So excited for that as well. Great show. Uh, Deathloop, which I played last year on the PlayStation 5, because as it was a PlayStation 5 exclusive for one year, that year has now come and gone and has been released on Xbox as a part of Game Pass, because uh, the company that makes it is owned by Xbox. 
And uh, so I started playing Deathloop again on Xbox, and gosh darn it, do I love it. And of course I'm watching The Great British Bake Off, which is back and uh, better than ever. And if I'm watching Great British Bake Off, that means we are podcasting about Great British Bake Off on our uh, Great British Bake Off podcast, uh, Crim Crim Patissier, a Great British Bake Off podcast. And uh, it's a delight. It's uh, Ant, myself, and uh, uh, Nick Jew from What's the Tea. And if you, uh, if any of that sounds uh, pleasant or fun, like a good time to you, or if you like Bake Off and would love to have a, uh, uh, have a uh, hear discussions about it from a, from a, a person, people of color's view, then uh, I would tell you to get down with uh, with uh, Crim Patissier. It's available everywhere you get podcasts. At Crim, Crim is of course spelled with a K. Cause you know how we do in the house that Skim built, and uh, like I said, I would definitely tell you to get down with that show. It's great if you if you if you listen to it over on Spotify. It is uh, hosted on Anchor, meaning that it has uh, poll questions and uh, also a, just a general Q and A that you can answer over there on there. And uh, like I said, well worth it for you to. I think I think it's a great show. I think we do great with it, and uh, we will. Uh, new episode comes out. In about 15 minutes, and uh, we'll be recording that episode Tuesday. By the time you hear this, it will already be out. So get yourself uh, some creme patissier. I'm very proud of it. I also got a, I got that summertime episode of a podcast up that I want to get up. Simple, short episode, about 19 minutes. Not, nothing's gonna. It's not going to take you all day to hear it. But it's a, it was a good time, and I'm, I'm excited uh, to have uh, gotten that up and running and got that show back on Apple Podcasts where uh, where it can be listened by a lot, a lot more people. Also got it up on Stitcher because Anthony uh, goes up for Stitcher. And so, therefore, anything that Anthony, Anthony uh, participates in has to be up on Stitcher because that's how he rolls. And so I got that up on Stitcher as well as Crimpatissier. Again, everywhere you find podcasts, a podcast and uh, Crimpatissier, again, spelled with a K, are available that's what's up for me in entertainment this week. And what about you? Games, books, movies, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm replaying um, Last of Us. Well, I kind of took a break this week. Okay. But I've been watching that. I'm rewatching um, Banshee again on HBO Max. Okay. Because the um, Homelander from. Um, the boys, yeah. I didn't realize they was the same people. The star of Banshee is Homelander. Nice. So I've been uh, rewatching that, and um, that's pretty much it. I haven't been really been playing a lot. This has been like an up and down week, and it's a short week because I'm off work tomorrow. So, oh, no, of course, oh, okay. Uh, she Hulk, I-, I watched that right before we start recording, and um, okay, I-, I think that's it. All right, you been watching okay. anything, reading uh, anything, playing anything, so forth? No, I been busy uh, training in, on, a, on a new job and uh, other moving stuff and looking at stuff. But uh, entertainment-wise, I have been watching House of the Dragon, okay. and it's been it's been longer than I can recall since I watched a move. Uh, I watched a show that came out weekly, <laughs> like that. Yeah, in, in real time, it's like should I, huh. should I should I be watching this show, man? I like it. I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do recommend it, but like, 
At the same time, if if it shits the bed, then I wasted your time. By I mean, it, 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 what is it? Five, six episodes deep at this point. Yeah, yeah. So you can catch up easy. Yeah. Uh, so it's not. Yes, I haven't watched the show like in in real time like that in in years. Yeah. Uh, so of course, Bake Off is a weekly show. Uh, Abbott Elementary, I watch weekly. Uh, when it comes back, uh, uh, Grand Crew as a show I watch weekly. Oh, it's, I it's, Atlanta. It's, oh yeah, Atlanta's back, and so that's that's another weekly jaw. So here in this last season, so I don't know. I I I, I I'm with you on that, bro. It's, it's 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 interesting when when you've been being served entire series. You know what I'm saying? This whole time, I was, Harley Quinn has been weekly. I've been watching that weekly. Uh, of course, the Marvel shows are weekly, so I've been watching those weekly. I'm so behind on those, though. I just watch it. I watched yeah. Moon Knight and, on an entire day. I, I, I like that you have found a show that, that does come out weekly that you enjoy enough to put the weekly effort into watching it. So that's more that, that says a lot more about that show than anything else, that you are putting in the effort to watch it weekly. And so definitely, I, then I, I, I will certainly probably give that show a watch. Vanessa had been like, she, she, was, she started, didn't like it, then she kind of watched more of it and got into it. So she's like, maybe you should watch it, and I'm like, maybe. Uh, it's I- it's it's slow. It doesn't do the whole big, uh, big bang shocking things that Game of Thrones did uh, out out the gate. But like, uh, maybe now a, a more a methodical pace will pay off at, at dividends later on. Good, good. Uh, like I said, I will. I will. Uh... We'll see. Uh, Nick Jew just told us the other day I should be watching. I should watch Severance, so I think I want to. I want to do that. Uh, what else is coming down the pipe? Ted Lasso got announced for FIFA 20, uh, 23 this uh, this uh, yesterday, which made me laugh. So Ted Lasso and AF, AFC Richmond will be available to play in FIFA. <laughs> oh. So a delight if uh, if ever there were one. But uh, there you go. There is a show. See how easy that is. Thanks for joining us uh, this week. I hope you. I hope you like what you heard. Uh, our missing man was uh, Lunchbox Suzy or not? Now he will again be out next week. Don't worry. No, nothing bad or whatever. It's just the same things. The he just ha- is uh, all about this football. He's out to this week to watch the Browns uh, beat the Steelers, as that turned out. And he's out next week because he's traveling to Atlanta to watch the Browns play the Falcons. So, oh. the man loves his football. Uh, that's Tatum216. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm leaping. I am leaping. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show wherever possible. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, over on, Join us over on Twitter. At, that's uh, at Skimpod, S-K-I-M-P-O-D. If you got a few bucks to toss away and care to support the show financially, then join us over on Patreon. Remember, at the $5 and above tier get extra content each month and early access to new shows. And I've been trying to throw some stuff toward members of people with a dollar tier as well. So, saying, uh, so like uh, when I put up pictures of, of things we've discussed and so forth. So you're not you're not left completely dry if you if you come in at the dollar level. OK, in some shows I'll put up like uh, I put up. Uh, I put up that podcast like a, like a day early and uh, and and just was like there you go if you're if you're here you can you can check it out early, so I'm I'm out there I'm I'm, I'm attempting to make sure things work. Uh, we got merch over at tpublic.com slash users slash stage milk, all one word. 
I it, there could be a sale going right now, and I would not know know to tell you. But uh, if you want a shirt, go cop a shirt. I'm wearing right now. You can't see it. I'm wearing a stage crunchy milk hoodie. So fashionable, so warm, and in, in, in this currently fifty six degree weather. That's some bullshit. Oh. It was it was eight, it was eighty six degrees yesterday, and it, this this damn thirty degree swing has got me not happy. <laughs> Summer really was like that's your last one, motherfucker, and then was kiss the gang goodbye. <laughs> Feel free to give us a call two and six two six four six three one one. That's two and six two six four sixty three eleven. We'd certainly love to hear from you. That is the hotline for all our shows. Podcast, uh, Crimpin CCA. Uh, you wanna you wanna reach out to us and hit us up? Please do at that phone number and uh, let us know what's what's happening with the happening and getting down with the get down. That now is Tatum two one six. Good night. That is the real ODP. Sleep well, my friends. I am the NS Terror seven thirteen. You have just been podcast two, and I'm certain you loved it. We will catch you next time. Peace. Hey, what happened to you? You used to be beautiful.